can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito, and the Celtics fall to the Trailblazers 109-105 in one of the most frustrating losses of the season. And there that word is again, frustrating. Uh, gonna follow today's podcast, same as usual. Uh, run through player of the game, go through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and finish talking about where this team needs to be. Uh, talk about Jason Tatum shooting woes, how those have continued. Uh, to get things started off here, I uh, want to give player of the game to Romeo Langford. This is one of the better games that we have seen out of him. Uh, and just an insane plus 17 on the plus minus. And I know that I've said a million times that plus minus on an individual game basis isn't very important. Uh, and I stand by that statement, but plus 17 in a game that they lost by four uh, was just really impressive. Every time he got out there was just unbelievable. Like they put him in at the second quarter and he just absolutely went off. And it's not even him. Mike and Scal brought it up about them bringing in Romeo to, to switch up the pace. And immediately... Celtics went on a 22-5 to run. Uh, just a, a lot of great plays. Got a nice drive, great, nice spinning fadeaway. A uh, couple big blocks, too. Blocked Nurkic after a mismatch where Nurkic was trying to back him down, and Romeo just wanted nothing to do with it and just swatted it back. Uh, and then he also had that transition block on Simons with two minutes left. But overall, this is like a, a really, really solid game for Romeo. 12 points, 2 rebounds, 2 blocks, uh, 5 of 7 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. And it's not just the fact that he's hitting these shots, but the way he was hitting them was just really refreshing. Uh, I've said it a, a bunch this season, uh, but he's very good at driving from the 3-point line and finding a shot but we haven't seen it on a consistent basis and obviously this is just this is another small sample size of one game uh, this is a really solid performance from him like this is one of those games where you know you have two pretty good performers off the bench and you can give grant williams a lot of credit today too but when you have two guys 12 and 13 off the bench this should be a game that you win and neither of those guys, you know, Josh Richardson wasn't wasn't one of them. Uh, so if you have Grant and Romeo both step up, this should be a game you win. Uh, and that's, that's the reason that this is a frustrating, like one of the most frustrating losses of the season. Uh, seriously, Romeo, solid game. Grant Williams, another one, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, uh, four of seven from the field, three of five from three. So Grant Williams back to shooting well. He had a he had a stretch of games where the shoot the shot wasn't a hundred percent there, uh, but back to normal, or I guess back to this season normal because I can't say normal. Uh, but really, Grant Romeo, unbelievable games. Did exactly what we needed of them. Uh, it's the it's the starters where this just was downhill. 
Uh, Jalen, 22-5-5. Again, solid on the distribution front. Jason Tatum, 27-10-7. Solid for the most part. Jason Tatum actually, I think, played a really good game. It's the three-point shot, which we'll talk about in the next segment here. Uh, It's the three-point shot that's really struggling. But this is a game for Jason Tatum. 27 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. He did have four turnovers, which you never like to see. Some of them were just sloppy. Uh, But Jason Tatum got downhill a lot tonight. Uh, And it was a really, it was a solid game plan. Like he got to the free throw line, 11 of 14 from the free throw line. These are the numbers that we need from him. This is the type of performance that you want from Jason Tatum. You know, if he goes and makes, you know, one or two of his threes, we would be sitting here saying this is one of the better performances that we've seen this season from him. But because he's 0 of 6, it's Romeo Lankford getting player of the game and not Jason Tatum. And that part is just, it, it sucks because Jason Tatum has just been so good, so consistent for the last three seasons. You know, since he's been in the league, really, I can't even just say the last three seasons. Since he's been in the league, he's been really a model of consistent shooting. Like he's had, he's had bad games. Everyone does. Jason Tatum typically is a, is a really, really good basketball player. People are arguing the fact that he was top 10, top 15. Should have made all NBA last year. And these are the types of performances that we're seeing on a consistent basis this season. Uh, but you look, I mean, really, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, seven assists, five assists. Celtics, 25 assists as a team. These are the numbers that you want. Offensively, we were solid for the majority of today. 41 minutes or 40 and a half minutes. We were really solid offensively. But we collapsed in the fourth. And this is not new. Uh, really, there's not, much, there's not much other good things to talk about from this game. Uh, I think assist-wise, we moved the ball well. Uh, we got to the free throw line a good amount. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown specifically, uh, 11 of 14 from Tatum, 6 of 6 from Jalen. Like those are good performances from the free throw line. That's what you need. Outside of that and the play of Romeo and Grant, there's not much good to take from today's game. With that being said, I want to transition. I want to talk about some of the negatives here, where the collapse came. And I want to talk about Jason's shooting woes. Uh, Before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. Okay, so let's talk about the epic collapse that was the fourth quarter for the Celtics. Specifically, the final seven minutes and 30 seconds. The Celtics found themselves up 100 to 89 with seven and a half minutes left. And with 45 seconds left in the game, so again, a seven-minute span, the game was tied 100-100. So seven straight minutes in the fourth quarter towards the end, the Celtics went scoreless. That is unacceptable. Like, it's just absolutely unacceptable. This is the fourth double-digit fourth quarter lead that the Celtics have blown this season. This season. We're 47 games in, and that's the fourth time we've blown a double-digit fourth-quarter lead, which is just horrible, horrible to say. No NBA team should ever go seven scoreless minutes in an NBA game. Like, it is absolutely pathetic from this team. A lot of the things that the Celtics were doing well all game just disappeared. I talked about Jason Tatum getting downhill all game long. He was getting wherever he wanted downhill. And the fourth quarter came and it just stopped. We started trying to take more jump shots and things just collapsed. Like we scored five points in the final 45 seconds, all of which were free throws. Two from Jalen, three from Tatum. So five points in the final seven and a half minutes, all of which realistically came in the last 45 seconds. One of which was a forced free throw from Tatum because Covington fouled them because we were down three. So these are the types of things that the Celtics just cannot do. We keep falling into the trap of poor play. When you are getting whatever you want, getting downhill, getting to the free throw line, creating easy points for you, why are you letting up on these things? Like the Celtics just reverted back to jump shots. 
reverted back to threes. And we all know the Celtics cannot shoot threes. Like, this is a performance where we didn't take nearly as much as we did last game, but still 29% from three. Like, these are guys that are, you know, Jason Tatum, for one, close to a 40% three-point shooter on his career. This season, nowhere close. And we'll dive into those numbers a little bit more uh, shortly here. But this is another performance for the Celtics team where the entire team collapsed for seven minutes. Like, we let the... Trailblazers go on a 20 to 5 run in the final seven and a half minutes. 20 to 5 run. Like it's unacceptable from this team. A lot of it comes down to shot selection for the Celtics. Like you cannot continue to take these shots over and over and over again. The Celtics, like Jason Tatum specifically, he was 0 of 5 from 3. Prior to the final shot attempt, he had Nurkic on the mismatch. And instead of trying to round the corner and get around him, get to the rack like he did all game long, he did a step back and tried to take a three to win the game at the very end. And guess what? He missed. As he has for the last 23-point shot attempts. I don't I don't understand how you go through this entire game getting to the free throw line over and over and over a lot of which came from him finding Nurkic on the mismatch and driving right at him. So why with like 5 seconds left why is that your shot attempt? Like, why are you trying to do a step back three to end the game when you have a favorable mismatch on a guy that you've drove against all game long? It makes zero sense. And this is this is why Scal talked about it post game. He thinks this is the most frustrating loss of the season. And I don't know if I I don't know if I agree because we've had some pretty brutal losses. Uh, but this this is up there. Like, we had an 11-point lead with seven minutes left, and the guys just went scoreless. Like, that is just asinine. Like, I I don't understand how it's even possible. Like, you've got two all-star level talents. Neither of them deserve to be all-stars this year, and Tatum will end up making it, which I think is a mistake. Uh but you have two all-star level talents on this team to go seven straight minutes. I just do not understand. I don't get it. I listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna transition out of this out of this game. Uh, but I do want to talk about turnovers just in general from this team. A couple bad ones late. But you look the last ten games for this team: fourteen point nine turnovers per game. In their last 10. Third most in the NBA. This is this is the Celtics team. This is who they are at this point. And it really sucks. It really sucks. Uh, watching all these games. Like a lot of the time it's just not. It's, it's getting to a point where it's not even enjoyable. 
Am I going to watch them? Absolutely. Am I still going to podcast? Absolutely. But come on. Like the Celtics need to just switch things up in a major way. And whether that's unloading a million people at the deadline or just make or sitting Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown at points when they get in shitty moods. Like I loved, I loved when Ime Adoka came in, said that he wasn't going to put up with, you know, arguing, complaining to the refs. I loved that. We have seen zero follow through on that. And that's another part that really is just annoying the hell out of me at this point. It seems like every game we see Jason Tatum throw his hands up 10 times. At least, at least 10 times a game. Which is just, it's not as much Jalen with the complaining, although he did get a technical tonight. Jalen, he doesn't show a ton of emotion during the game. Good or bad, for that matter. Uh, Jason Tatum... It is a lot in his head. Like, it's a it's very much a mental game for Jason Tatum. And I think that's where a lot of his shooting woes have come from. And I want to dive into that. We've taught I brought it up briefly here. Jason Tatum has now missed 20 straight three-point attempts over the course of the last three and a half games. 20. 0 for 20. Like, this is like... Ben Simmons shooting status. Grant Williams, when he first started, was 0 of 25. Can Jason Tatum match that? Like, these are the things that once you get in your head that you can't hit them, normally, guys stop shooting. (laughs) That's not the case with Jason Tatum. And honestly, that's I would say it's a good thing. Because you don't want Tatum to just not shoot in general. Like, we need his scoring in order to win. But this is like, it's just, it's mind-blowing to me. Over the course of Jason Tatum's career, he's been an unbelievable three-point shooter. And take this year's numbers out of it, he's probably over 40%. Like right now, on his career, he is shooting 38% from three. Which, again, really good right 38%. This year, however, he's 31. So if you take this year's bad shooting numbers out of it, he's probably a 40% three-point shooter. And he's had seasons where I know that's been the case. He is a very very gifted, talented offensive player at all three levels. This season, he cannot figure it out. You look at the Celtics team, people give Marcus Smart a ton of shit for his three-point shooting percentage. There is a 0.7% difference in Tatum and Smart's three-point percentage. And you want to know what the big, big difference is? The three-point attempts between the two of them aren't even close. Jason Tatum, 8.1 three-point attempts a game. Marcus Smart, 4.8. That is a massive, massive gap. People need to stop giving Smart so much shit and start putting it on Tatum for his three-point shots. And will it happen? Probably not because Jason Tatum's still going out and putting up 25-plus. But he is just as bad of a shooter as Marcus Smart this season. And people aren't giving the same criticism 
to Jason as they are to Marcus. The other guy that ne- that needs to stop shooting, Al Horford. He's shooting 28.5%. 28.5% on 4.2 attempts a game. So this is another one. He's shooting worse than Marcus Smart. Shoots about the same amount per game. You know, we're talking 4.8 to 4.2, right in that four range, right? Like, this is another guy. These three guys are supposed to be our our core, right? We're talking like those three, we obviously like need to throw Time Lord and Jalen into the mix, but those are our starters. Those are three of our five starting players, and they're at basically 30%. It's just, it's it's unacceptable for a good team to have that. And that's the reason that we're not a good team at this point of this season or last season for that matter. Like these are numbers that need to change. Jalen, I'll give him credit. He's at 36% above league average. Schroeder, you know, he's at 36. Peyton, 37. Richardson, 40. Richardson is our third best, actually technically second best. Jabari Parker was 50%, uh, but that was obviously short-lived and he's no longer on the team. Grant Williams leading the team at 42.4% from three. Just unbelievable numbers from him. But Josh Richardson historically has been a horrible shooter. And this is something that he's stepped up in a major way. Like these are these are big issues with this team, and until some light switch flips, this team is going to continue to stay at five hundred. Like a couple games above, a couple games below, but that's basically where we're sitting. So I'm I'm in. I'm at a point where I'm all in on going just crazy on the trade deadline. Get rid of a bunch of guys. I think it's absolutely time to get rid of Schroeder because at this point in the season, no matter how well he plays, and he has played pretty well for the majority of the season, no matter how well he plays, we're still going to be a 500 club. Get rid of him, get something back. I've said several times that you know Marcus Smart is one of those glue guys on this team. Is it time to get rid of him? I don't know but I would certainly be listening to offers on it. Like this team needs a serious, serious shakeup at this point because they cannot continue to keep going through this. And that's it. That's where I'm going to stop. I can't, I'm not going to bash this team for an hour here. So I'll wrap things up there. Uh, But there are a lot of things that need to be addressed on this Celtics team. But that's it. So if you haven't followed me already, guys, make sure to do so on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Uh, make sure to follow our Facebook page, Growing Every Day. Boston Celtics Till I Die is the name of that page. Uh, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Greatly appreciate that. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk to you Sunday, three uh, 3.30 game, I believe, against Washington. Hopefully... Turn things around uh, and get back to 500 yet again. Uh, there we are. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.